Yeah, that's right. It's Drop the Subject with Allie and Dr. James Simmons, nurse practitioner who is fresh off of a hospital shift and not wearing pants. (laughs) I believe my co-host is also not wearing pants. We're both pantsless. Hey, I feel like we should. (laughs) We're both pantsless. I feel like this should be like the name, the new name of our show. Drop the pants. Do you want to do? Oh, my God. Yes. Do you want to do Drop the Pants Tuesdays? Tuesdays we don't wear pants? I'm totally in for Drop the Pants Tuesdays. Drop the Pants listeners, please let us know if you will also be in with us. You can send us pictures of you dropping your pants. Just keep it. I I think I might be getting us fired. Oh, no. Don't do that. Yeah, maybe maybe not pantsless pictures. Wrong station for that kind of promo (laughs) thing. Yeah, not. Yes. (laughs) Okay. But Um, just the tip Tuesday could get more interesting. Oh, oh my. Allie, look at you. It's early Mm -hmm. in the morning and you're already just like going there. I know I am. I'm just that's what I'm doing. I'm going there. That's the next show. Um, (laughs) Oh, that is. Dang it. I keep doing that. Let's not go there. Let's drop our pants, Allie. Let's uh, let I both of us are not wearing pants, and I believe Je- Jesse pants thumbs up, th- thumbs down. He's thumbs oh, up. He's okay. wearing pants. He's lying. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But the the reason that we're not wearing pants is because you know I know people are listening all over the country. You're listening on radio.com and uh, and all over. But in Los Angeles specifically, it has been hot as hell. Yeah. And uh, not to complain, I mean, plenty to be grateful for. Uh, living here is is overall very nice experience. But during the month. Of, of like July to August, especially in the area that I'm at specifically, it is incredibly hot. And I did a little voiceover gig uh, a couple of days ago. And I my voiceover, I have like a little microphone set up in a closet. Ironic, I know. Uh-huh, very. And so when I'm doing a, a little remote session, I have to stand inside of a closet that is surrounded by carpeted material because mm. it has to be soundproof. Sure, yeah, yeah. So so I I patch into the the studio because you know they're connecting to the studio. They're hey Allie, how's it going? Yes, yeah, exciting. Blah blah blah. And I four minutes in realize, oh my god, I I can't do this. It's too hot, and I had to have the <laughs> air conditioner off because the air conditioner makes noise. Uh huh. Yeah, it's that hum in the background, and yeah, they can't have that. No. No, they can't. So so I said, can you just hold on one minute? And I was like, I. So I <laughs> I went just- out. <laughs> I went outside of the closet and I took my shirt off and I was like, this is better. At least I have some breathable there. At least my skin is able to breathe and I'm wearing like a sports bra. I was going to say, do, you, do we still have a bra on at this point? We we had a bra on because okay. I couldn't take the sweat dripping down my, the sides of my boobs. Like I, I needed like some kind of a sweat catcher. Ah, <laughs> not, not that you didn't want to take it off, but just, just the sweat. I mean, my no. boobs occasionally need a sweat catcher too. Yeah, it's sort of like a headband for your boobs or <laughs> moves. Can we say moobs? Boobs? Yeah. We could say bo- Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Sweat catcher. Yeah. So so I go back into the closet and I proceeded to do the entire session topless. And it was kind of freeing. Like, you know, I, I heard about this new trend where women are going hiking and then taking their tops off at the top of a mountain and get taking pictures of themselves. Nice. Topless. Yeah. And it's this kind of empowering thing where you're like, ah, my boobies are all over the canyon and it's really exciting and it's great. Uh-huh. And I did have a tinge of that feeling while I was doing this session totally topless. And it made me very happy that I'm in an audio medium because I felt bad <laughs> for anybody who has to consistently in this heat 
do on camera things or do those Zoom Whoa, meetings yeah. or any situation where, uh, especially if you don't have air conditioning, you have to just sit there in a super hot, sticky shirt and a tie and maybe even a blazer. And whew, that is not a good time. Speaking of uh, good times and audio mediums, uh, drop the pants listeners. Allie did that almost entire story with her hands up in the air like she was on a mountaintop. Yeah, yeah. Boobs out for the world to see. And she, then she kept her hands up the entire time. So, Allie, so imagine Allie, both hands up in the air like she's on a roller coaster, except she's topless. Nah. This, this, you clearly were very, very excited about this, Allie. I was because that, because I was so serious. I was like, okay, great. You want me to do that take again? Okay, no problem. And I was reading legal disclaimers and all this stuff. And I'm just sitting there topless. Hands up, like, topless so legal great. disclaimers. That sounds like and a... I so want the the when the commercial comes out, I so want to be like let everyone know I did this whole thing topless. Topless, right? It sort of sounds like like a store in the valley here in in LA, like topless legal disclaimers. <laughs> We're just like make cause nausea and vomiting. It's like sexy I kinda, legal disclaimers. I, I kind of love it though. Good for you, Ali. I think that maybe we should rotate. Drop like. Pants. Pants and top. Pants and top. So one Tuesday it's pants, another Tuesdays it's tops. Okay, so topless Wednesday, pantsless Tuesday. So then if we're because we're doing this on Zoom though, if I'm if you're topless, then mm-hmm. if but you have pants on, is the zoom. And I've camera, got the sweat catcher. And and this oh you have the sweat catcher. I was gonna say you're just gonna point the camera at your at your pants, like at your butt. Like, am I just going to stare at your butt for the entire time while we do the show? I mean, you could. That would be, I wonder how that would change the on-air quality of this show. Probably a lot. It certainly might elicit some new gay MA questions if I like (laughs) stare at your butt for three hours at a time. Uh, Well, we are excited to be here. And when we come back, we're going to get into Just the Tip Tuesday because it is Tuesday after all. Don't go anywhere. Drop the Subject returns after this. Drop the Subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject, new channel Q, Ali Johnson, James Simmons. It is Drop the Pants Tuesday. It is also Just the Tip Tuesday. Hooray. And, and it is apparently Hands Up Tuesday, too. Ali is still doing the show with, with her hands up in the air. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is exciting. Uh, later on in the show, we've got um, some fun things coming your way. A little really estate. We also have a new uh, word or phrase that you need to know about. We're also going to talk about the amazing, amazing things that happened in sports in general, but particularly the NBA and the WNBA later on. But first, we have some things that, well, Allie, adulting is hard. Sure is. Yeah. Yeah. And there are several things, according to the internet, that we should not be doing in adulthood, but that a lot of us probably do. And there, there's a list in front of me. I know just looking at this, I don't know about you, James, I've got probably six or seven that I do on a regular basis. This is the, quote, adulting that we are supposed to be doing at our age. Do you just, before we get into this, how many do you think you are guilty of? <laughs> so I was hoping that I could be super high and mighty about this and be like, oh, I don't do any of these because I am an adult, Dr. James. However, as I read through the list, mm, I, I at least account for three or four. So th- I feel like three or four out of 15 things, it's pretty good as a 42-year-old man. Yeah, pretty good average. All right, let's start with the first one. This is something that um, I only stopped doing recently, but with the exception of my blankie. Uh, not washing things enough. 
saying, realizing that you have not washed your favorite shirts, your pants, your jeans in an insanely long time, but you still continue to wear them anyway. I am 100% guilty of this one. I'm glad you have changed. I'm glad you have corrected this. Um, I, even in my attempts to like do more laundry, like that's the thing I'm bad about around the house. I still don't. I'm like, ah, that pair of jeans got washed in 2011. We don't need to wash them again. But then I get confused because there's all these, you see all these things from Levi saying we're not supposed to wash jeans. So then I'm like, I'm afraid to wash all my damn jeans. And then if I wear a top just once and I'm outside, I don't spill anything on it. I don't understand why I can't just fold that right back up and put it in the drawer. And then the fact that we're doing top uh, bottomless Tuesdays and topless Wednesdays, we're going to really have a lower laundry count. (laughs) I'm totally for that, which means we can wash things less, which means this really shouldn't even be on the list. This is a now a list of 14 item number next. Oh, boy. I feel like the whole world during COVID guilty of this one. Order takeout when your fridge is full of food. Yeah, I don't do this anymore, but I understand the appeal of doing this especially in covid times because you look you open your fridge and it's all the healthy crap that you bought yourself or (laughs) it's anything that wasn't sold out Uh and you've been cooking for days on end you've been making your sourdough or your cloud bread or whatever and then you say can we just order thai for god's sake i have all the tools and no desire to build anything right right, nothing and you need something to look forward to sometimes in covid so I, i mean i can totally get that speaking of uh eating there's another one i'm gonna skip ahead eat cereal candy or ice cream for dinner i prescription for you drop the pants listeners think there's nothing wrong with that if you want ice cream for dinner i say do it really yeah. that's a doctor's recommendation Do- you can't I mean, eat ice cream at, at not, not, for not every night no not like not all the time but if you're just like i've had i mean listen we have had a couple of weeks Like, again, in the middle of a a bad year, we've had an exceptionally bad couple of weeks. Hurricanes and shootings and protests and all these things going on. So if you're like, you know what, damn it, I need some ice cream tonight for dinner. Go on right ahead, boo. Okay. Uh, Staying on your parents' cell phone bill is something that I fully admit (laughs) I still do. I have (gasps) never paid a cell phone bill in my lifetime. What? No. Allie Johnson, you knock it off right now. Jesse's also nodding his head. Jesse? Yes? Are you You still still on? on? No. No. Okay. No. All right. right. Well, now I feel really bad because you're younger (laughs) than me. But but you know what? She never told me that she was taking me off. She's never asked. No, no. So I'm just, am I supposed to say something? That's not, yeah. It, yeah, oh, uh, mom, I got this. I got this. I can handle my own business. I I have like 18 jobs right now. I'm fine. I can I can do this. I can pay it on my own. It's only 80, 90 bucks a month or whatever. I mean, not only that's going to be a lot of money, but like it's 80, 90 bucks a month. I, I can do this on my own. But I have unlimited data. <laughs> you can stay. You can stay on the family plan. You just got to pay your portion. <laughs> You're a stupid head. whatever you're do you also use your mom's credit card to go on a shopping spree no but my wife up until like two months ago was still on her dad's card (laughs) (laughs) was she really because that's another one the next one on this list like you don't need more clothes or to rack up your credit card but you are going shopping on your credit card buying more clothes yes that that fortunately we have gotten away from i remember i had a little uh, when you realize what a credit card is as a young person, <laughs> it's like a whole new world Freedom. of Candyland. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> I hold it. 
you are so excited for the fact that you can just buy things without needing money, theoretically. Right. Yeah, and yeah. so I know so many people in my life that are still making up for those those years yeah. where it, there were no consequences. Oh, I can rack up this credit card bill and be on my way. Both hands up in the air for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Text people instead of calling them back. I definitely do that. I think that's just a sign of the times. I don't know if that's necessary yeah. in a, an yeah. adulting thing. For sure. Um, and making really bad decisions when it comes to drinking. Still doing that. No. Mm. Uh, waiting until the last minute for everything. Yep. Still doing that. Uh, my nickname in grad school, my doctorate program was just in time, James. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, that's living. That's living life on the edge. Ain't all it right. Though? It's about the thrill. And finally, uh, finding it weird when people refer to you as ma'am or sir. And I definitely still do that. Uh Um, When I went to a store recently, someone said, thank you, ma'am. And I uh, felt real sad the rest of the day. That's okay. (laughs) Did they shout loudly at you too? Can you... Can you hear me, ma'am? Do you need help to your car? <laughs> ma'am, are you okay? Do you, Is your life alert working, ma'am? No. Ma'am? I'm just a happy Karen. Ma'am. Leave me alone. We'll be right back. <laughs> Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Welcome back. It's Drop the Subject. It's Allie and it's Dr. James Simmons, nurse practitioner. A lot has happened since we last saw and heard each other. Of course, we talked a little bit about it yesterday with uh, Dr. Errol Southers, and we talked about things going on in the NBA, but we have not really had the chance to dive into what happened in Kenosha uh, last last week, right? Yeah. Protests have not stopped since the murder of George Floyd, and since his death, we have talked about many other people who have died at the hands of police, mm-hmm. including Rayshard Brooks, who... Uh, was shot in the back several times after running from police uh, after he had taken a taser from uh, he was in a Wendy's drive through. And that was a situation that escalated far beyond normal capacity. And when Jacob Blake was shot, it made me think of that because I was like, well, here's a man who's walking away, turning his back to the police. And, Mm. you know, the D.A. in that situation was saying you're only supposed to shoot in those scenarios if you feel the person is posing a life-threatening uh, uh, injury like like severe severe bodily harm or death right and Rayshard Brooks did not pose that he was running away and he had already shot the taser they know there are no tases left in that gun etc cetera, etc cetera. right and neither, when I watched neither did Jacob Blake frankly and right. I, I think so, it's yeah you know a lot of a lot of people have said you know things on social media or whatever about how well because there was a narrative early on that maybe he was there to like break up a fight and he's like a good dude. And then there was this like, well, he has a knife in the car. I think that's been validated. And there were some other things he had a warrant out for his arrest. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. You walking away from police should not get not shot. Not even running. Seven, not running. You should not get shot in the back seven, uh, eight, I believe, confirmed times. Th- this is... I I don't I, I really honestly question people's humanity if they're not absolutely horrified by this. And it is not about, you know, there are lots of people who like to make this about the the actual individual. But the fact of the matter is these men were shot in the back and Jacob Blake specifically in Kenosha, Wisconsin, was shot in the back by white police officers as a black man walking away from them. This does not happen to white people. It, it just doesn't. And I know it's really uncomfortable, but we have to face these facts and Ali, I think it's really, you know, tremendous that, and not not tremendous in a good way, but tremendous in a bad way that there are, there are reports of the Kenosha Police Department actually supporting and 
and allowing Kyle Rittenhouse, the 17-year-old, who then went to shoot and And killed two protesters Mm -hmm. last Tuesday and was allowed to walk around with his AR whatever he had and kill people and actually went home. And then was yeah. later arrested. And then got than, peacefully arrested. Yes. And peacefully right. arrested. If if this is not so clearly evident and plain to you, I, I, I don't understand. And, and this is clearly being supported from the highest levels. In- yeah. If it is not being, cl- if the, it is not clear to you just from a situational standpoint, it'll become real clear to you verbally on behalf of the chief of police of Kenosha, Wisconsin. Uh, yeah. Listen to what he said about Black people shoplifting in 2018. Society has to come to a threshold where there's some people that aren't worth saving. We need to build warehouses to put these people into it and lock them away for the rest of their lives. Let's put them in jail. Let's, Let's stop them from truly, at least some of these males going out and getting 10 other women pregnant and having small children. Mm. First of all, hold on. Let's finish this. How you feel? How how you doing, Let's James? Put them away. <laughs> At some point, we have to stop being politically correct. And I don't care what race, I don't care how old they are. If there's a threshold that they cross, these people have to be warehouse. No recreational time in the jails. We put them away. We put them away for the rest of their lives, so that the rest of us can be better. This is in reference to black people who were shoplifting in Kenosha, Wisconsin. We need to put those people away so they can stop fathering 10 children. And so the rest of us can be better. We have to put those people into warehouses. If that Literally doesn't saying, sound like some Nazi, right. I can't swear on the radio. <laughs> I don't know what does. Yeah, well, I mean, he's literally saying sacrifice people at, that don't matter. And some people, he literally said, some people are not worth saving. So somebody who shoplifts, and -hmm. he says, regardless of race, which I put into quotes, because that's always something you say. (laughs) He said, make sure he said that in the last sentence. Uh By the way, it doesn't matter what race you are. But if that's the logic that you're going for, yeah, definitely uh, some Hitler vibes there, James. I'm picking up on that as well. Just, just, Just a little bit. And to fast forward really quickly as we wrap up to what he said, after the shootings on Tuesday, when Kyle Rittenhouse went and shot two protesters, he said, well, the violence and the protests on Tuesday night, you, they, they weren't too bad. Oh no, no, that's not All what right. you say when you have a, a vigilante on the loose killing people who are exercising their constitutional right to protest. So when you wonder, when you hear these reports about the, the Kenosha Police Department supporting this gen- this gentleman and other vigilantes, maybe there's actually some truth to this, A, because we have lots of video evidence of it, and B, this is their leader. When we tell you as black people and people of color that some stuff is racist in the world, we need you to listen. Listen. Thank you. That's all I got because I I can't swear on the radio. <laughs> Let's go before James swears. We'll be right back with more Drop the Subject. Drop the Subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the Subject with Allie and James. We like to learn things here from time to time, which is why we do a segment on the show called Coming to Terms. That's right. Because there are a lot of ways to uh, identify these days, and we like to keep tabs on them and also go through them with the understanding that 
there the world is always changing okay Tis. we're never gonna know all the words and all the things I mean we, we we make as much of an effort as we can but we also do this under the uh, under the impression that sometimes we're gonna get it wrong it's okay for us to learn together that's why we break these things down Sesame Street style and there is new terminology for a member of your family today's Coming to Terms is brought to you by the letter N. And before we reveal the word, Allie, there's, I wanted to give it a little bit of extra tease because I feel like this is really great. These, the This word brought to you by the letter N has not, well, everybody else in the family has a word, has a general neutral or a plural word or whatever, except for these individuals. So... The female child is a daughter, generally, right? Male child is a son, or however they identify, but you can call them just child, right? Listen, child. You can say my child. Right, or parent, grandparent, or sibling, right? Or zaddy. Or zaddy. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) zaddy. How you doing, zaddy? That's exactly what I said to Chris when I walked up to him in Vegas. Hey, zaddy. So children from our siblings have not had their own word until now. Ladies and gentlemen, oh no, I can't even say that. Oh no, you, all of you, y'all folks. (laughs) Let's see. This is why we do this. Yes. The word of the day is nibbling. That's right. It's not something that you do on Mm. an ear of corn. It is another of your partner. Hey, exactly. It is a. a gender neutral term for niece or nephew. So your siblings, kids nibbling is in the Merriam Webster dictionary under words. We are watching nibbling N I B L I N G an efficient word for your siblings, kids. It says nibbling is a gender neutral term used to refer to a child of one siblings as a replacement for niece or nephew. And they said the word is thought to have been coined in the early fifties but was relatively obscure for several decades before being revived in recent years. Allie, don't you know it was first coined by Samuel E. Martin, a linguist at Yale? <laughs> Duh. You, di- you didn't learn that you know in what? your doctorate program? I did. I did. <laughs> F you. I have a Bachelor of Fine Arts, all right? Oh, so you totally to m- should have. It's I took a movement Neil- classes. <laughs> combining the N in nephew and niece with the ibling in sibling. Nibbling. You know... So so this makes me think of other languages as well, because niece and nephew are two completely gendered terms for the same type of person, right? Your sibling's child. Right. But there are so many things in the Spanish language and the French language, Italian, that are gendered words. Yeah. Like a purse is a female gender uh-huh. or your pants is a male gender. All of that stuff really makes me think about how language represents how we think about things if you think oh oh a, a female i mean female word for purse means that purses are for females right 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 so and skirts are female but pants are male so that's how i think about i, I can't be a man and own a purse so if you change the language it really changes how you think about things so it's interesting i don't i don't i, I don't know so I, I could call my nibbling I could just say, oh, I, I, I invited my nibblings over. 
for <laughs> dinner. <laughs> but I, I guess I would probably need to back it up with a little context. First. You probably would need to back it up with a little context. But I love the point that you're making about how the that language really influences our thinking. And there's actually some research behind around the actual like physical components that go on in your brain, like how the neurosynapses fire around language, which is why it is so important when people ask you to gender them in the right way and our our trans brothers and sisters and our gender non-conforming folks and our non-binary folks in our community when this when they say that this is important it is important because it's actually a physical change and difference in our brain and how we think so I, I love that we have for drop the pants listeners a n- new word for you nibbling nibbling coming to terms has concluded and what do we have on deck next oh yeah Fun, real estate, a game that you love to play is up next. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject with Allie and James. Another day means another game here on Drop the Subject with Allie and James on the new Channel Q. Let's play something that you may have heard before. You'll probably hear again because the real estate market is always changing. It has changed drastically since January of this year, and that is why we compare real real estate listings with other things you could buy with that money with real estate. I have a listing in front of me, and boy, it is a hot commodity. Why, thank you. It's one of those listings that (laughs) it's you, prime real estate, baby. (laughs) It's my rear end estate. One (laughs) studio (laughs) with dual entrance. Okay. Um, (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) This is one of those listings that you look at and it makes you rethink the way you want to live your life. You're like, maybe I could just... Quit everything. Uh-huh. Uh, I would just save up until I can buy uh, until I can buy a thirty-three room, four-level mansion in the UK for an incredibly low price, and just live there Whoa. and grow wine and just live the best life that I possibly can. You know, just don't work hard at anything. Just live on an estate somewhere that you found for an insanely low price. Yeah, I mean, why not? Just do this is the whole thing. Like Italy is doing the dollar houses, right? Like there's so many different parts of Italy that people have left and they're like, please come buy a house here. We will help you get your green card citizenship and you can buy a house for a dollar. Then I feel like you can just live on whatever. You can sell things on Etsy and be totally fine. Exactly. Just sell random crap on Etsy. That's what half of America does. And they're Uh doing fine. Here is your (laughs) listing in the UK. It is the Troy House in Monmouth. It is a huge 33 bedroom mansion that seems like a bargain, except for the fact that it's been totally ransacked and needs a lot, lot, lot of work. If you look at some of the rooms... It kind of looks like, uh, I mean, it looks incredibly deteriorated. It looks like one of those warehouse type rooms where you would see seances take place. Like a bunch, like a group of teenagers goes there and they build fires and they tell scary stories. It's that kind of place. I was going to say, is it like full on haunted? Like, is this like for sure haunted story kind of place? That is not in the listing, but I'm just going to go ahead and say based on the pictures that yes, it is haunted. And sweet. I'm also, this was, it started in the 17th century. This place was built in the 1600s. And then it got turned into a family home for the Duke of Beaufort. I'm sure you're familiar. (laughs) But then it got turned into a convent school. Then it became an actual school. And then it, you know, got, it became like a grand manor. And then it was eventually just left to rot. But it's 44,000 square feet. That's what you're getting. That's all? You have 20, yes, that's all. 
Crikey. You, you oh, have wait, a, wrong place. 33 total bedrooms, as I said. You also get a theater, a chapel, two tennis courts, and there are regular bedrooms and dormitory bedrooms, a principal's flat, a staff flat, a caretaker's flat, and two-story hostel block, outbuildings, and garages, as they Ga- say. Garages. garages. For, for uh, your horse and carriages. Garages. Oh, so you can keep you on schedule. So British. Oh. All right. Or, for roughly the same amount of money... Over in Australia, they have discovered two of the largest gold nuggets in the history of the world. What? These things are, I mean, I don't have the exact weight. Oh, yes, I do. It's seven pounds. Seven pounds. Oh, my God. Seven pounds of raw gold nugget? Yes, they were Damn. found on an episode of a show called Aussie's Gold Hunters, which I'll be <laughs> I watching, thought it's called sure. Raw Gold Nugget, Australia. <laughs> It's called Nugget Wars. <laughs> Australia. Australia. Put colon. Australia. Right. <clears throat> so the nuggets could fetch up to 30% more than their estimated value by weight if they are sold to a collector. That ups the value, but these are worth a certain amount of money. I'm not going to tell you now, but they said uh, uh, when they talked about finding it, they said, I reckon we were in for a, ch- a chance. It was in the bit of virgin ground, which means it's untouched and hasn't been mined. So I guess they found some untouched <laughs> land and they found some great nuggets. And I imagine that more are to follow, but that's not the question. The question is, which one costs more money? The question is, how many syllables are in the word mind when you say it mind. in an Australian accent? Virgin <laughs> 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 land that hadn't been mined. mined. Or, the, or the word no. That's the other one. There's like they four syllables in the word no. Mm-hmm. Golden nuggets or... This 33 room. What do you do with 33 rooms? I I mean, even, I mean, Downton Abbey, my homies at Downton Abbey didn't have that many rooms. I mean, if they did, right. If they did like a house hunters or flip this house or whatever, this would take a whole season. Right, which would be super cool. I think we're onto a show. Don't anybody option that. That's me and Allie's show, okay? Everyone, shut up. That's our show. Mansion Hunters. <clears throat> it's us. Done. Okay, but that's not the game we're playing. We're not playing Mansion Hunters or Who Mind It? <laughs> Colon Australia, we're playing really estate. And I am going to go, oh, this is tough. I think the two Aussie gold nuggets are going to be uh, worth Ooh. worth more, Allie Johnson, than this 33 in Monmouth. I don't even know where Mon- Monmouth is. So I'm going with the gold nuggets. I'm Gold, you can't go wrong with gold. Put yeah, your money in gold. gold. Going All for right. the gold. Okay. Very good guess. I'm writing it down. Uh-huh. Oh, and I have you. the prices in front of me. Dun, 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 dun. Here we go. The price of the two gold nuggets that were found in Australia are worth an estimated $250,000. That's American dollars. And Each? Mm, that's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, is it each or total? Both of them. No, both of them together. Total. Okay. Yeah. Jesse doesn't even know. Didn't Jesse put this together? Doesn't even know the (laughs) damn game. And the abandoned mansion in Monmouth, thirty-three bedroom mansion with a convent, a theater, chapel, and two tennis courts, is worth two hundred and thirty-five thousand eight hundred and forty-seven dollars. You are a winner. You have won none of these things. I'm the winner. Drop the subject. 
the new Channel Q. Drop the subject with Allie and James. Nice to have you with us. We're happy to be back and we're happy to be here with you. You can follow the show at DTS Show. I know you've been very vocal. You've been giving us all kinds of messages. We very much appreciate hearing from you always. Uh, like I said, James was taking a little time. I took a weekend to go up to Lake Tahoe. And of course, I always hate saying that because I feel so basic. And they're like, uh, I'm like, a white girl is like, I'm going to Tahoe. And I'm like, but I, ha- I feel like I have to go to disclaimer and be like, my, fi- my grandfather built a cabin in Tahoe in the 60s. And it's been in our family for generations. So I feel like I have a little bit of a different I'm in Tahoe basic bitch story. But uh-huh. then, of course, it doesn't matter. It's just a bunch uh-huh. of people, no, especially. I, I think it does matter, Allie. Okay. I think it does. I think it's mm-hmm. a big difference because I would you're I you're I mean, no lie. I would go basic bitch route real quick, especially after spending a little bit of time in the in the Bay. I was like, oh, man, there is a different dude up here in the Bay. And I wasn't even there. We weren't even in the city, really. And I was like, oh, my God, we we're in the city for a day. And I get it. Like, whoa, this is yeah. so much dude going on here. So if you have a bunch of Bay bitches being <laughs> basic about going to Tahoe. But I think you saying no, no, no. I have family. We have a cabin there. Like, we built it. This is where I've been going mm-hmm. since my childhood. Like, whatever. That, to me, feels different. Well, and I feel like I have to express that wherever I go, especially with the neighbors, because mm. the neighbors have li- lived there, right? And I really want them to know, I learned how to ride a bike right on that street when I was seven years old or five years old or however old I was. I don't know, maybe 13 right. when I learned to ride a bike. 20, and 23. Sure. And I really want them to know, like, I am that same person, but all they're doing is seeing a truckload of girls get out with like 17,000 bottles of Chardonnay. And they're like, okay, they're just uh, a bunch of Airbnb. Here we go. I know. And I'm like, no, it's with the, Duh. but anyway, I can't wait. it's okay. We, we went on a boat. We, we were celebrating our friend's uh, birthday party. It was her 40th birthday. It was really fun. And we ended up out on a boat and which is always a great time doesn't matter what you're doing. Being on a boat is always a good day. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. You've been, I, I'm, I'm assuming you've been on your fair for share of boat trips. And I don't know how to look sexy on a boat. I have seen, <laughs> I, I was taking taking in the scenery and seeing all these, you know, the checks that are going to Tahoe, you know, sitting on these boats and they've got all these, these banging bodies and they're all tan and they're sitting there with their little drinks and they look like they might as well be on a yacht. When I went on the boat, I uh, injured myself while tubing. I (laughs) spilled whiskey and beer all over myself. Uh I um, smelled great. Yes, exactly. Uh, My I lost my bathing suit bottoms, and then on the way back, my my hair was so windblown that I looked like a homeless disaster when I got back to the dock at six thirty. Whenever the boat was, and I just don't know how to look sexy on a boat. I mean, even if the boat is going at a small speed, you are, anytime you're getting up, you have a risk of breaking your leg. It's probably like 50-50 chance of really severely injuring yourself. Correct. Yes. This is what happens on boats. I, I, th- I think your caftans are your new route. I think we're, I think you've approached that because listen, you don't have, I, I feel like caftans get a bad rep for being like old lady things. But I think if you're like doing a caftan and it's draped in the right way and you're, it's like there's a little like peekaboo action going on and then you have a really, really good like snug fitting hat with big like 
uh, who am I big movie star, like Khloe Kardashian sunglasses sort of thing. Like you're giving like sexy, like who is that? And it's Tahoe. So maybe there's some celebrities around and okay. she's giving us like peekaboo boobs through the caftan. So like, oh, maybe there's a little body banging under there. So you don't even have to worry about like what your hair is doing or the bruises on your knees from tubing or like all these things, just a little sheer caftan, go the gay boy route. Like I have, I may or may not have 17 in my closet that you can borrow. Okay, I will take a caftan next time I go, but it was not peekaboo action, James. It was a full hello, how are you <laughs> type of deal. Because Here when I, I you know, with a tube, those things are designed for fun, but also ultimately end, end up in an injury. I mean, you're going to be, you're, and you, there's no better thing to make you feel old is when you're doing like the most youthful activity and the next day you feel like you've been hit by a Mack truck. Uh-huh. Now, are you t- are you tubing people who like try to get people out of the tube? Like the boat driver drives crazy and you're bouncing the tube all over the waves or are you just like, oh, we're just tubing, having fun? Well, a lot of us were... <laughs> It was a slow gro- It was a slow go. I mean, it was like if people had seen us, they probably would have been laughing because we were all going so slow. But I wanted to I wanted to go fast. Uh-huh. And then I started hitting my I just I, I bounced. I hit smashed my face against the tube <laughs> and then I flew out of the tube and lot my swimming suit bottoms came off. Nice. Um, gone. Right. Um, so it was a successful trip in that sense where I now have, a, a, you know, my, my swimming suit bottoms are now at the bottom of Lake Tahoe, 1,600 feet, the second deepest lake in the world or something like that or in the U.S. Oh, my so, goodness. Wow. So, I mean, that is a long way for bathing suit bottoms to drop. But I just don't know if I'm ever going to be that person that looks sex. I'll try the caftan, but I just I just don't know. Maybe there's some people who are destined to look hot on a boat and some people who are just going to look like a disaster. And that but we light needs dark, Allie. <laughs> good good needs evil there are and people so, like me who make them look even hotter and that's uh, why <laughs> how did I we get this. sexy girls on a boat Allie we got them because of you thank you <laughs> uh, you're welcome drop the subject the new channel Q drop the subject presents news it or lose it that time news or lose it time with Allie and James on drop the subject I've got two headlines James also has two headlines but we can only pick one to delve into you news or lose one headline uh are you ready James for your headlines oh am I ever with my quality I put my hands up again whoop ha okay Hands up, show. <laughs> Headline number show. one. Costco free food samples have returned with a new look. What? Oh, um, dude, yeah. All into Thank the free you. food samples. Although, because I want to know how they're going to do it in like a healthy way. Um, Especially with that line. Oof, that can really get hairy. I mean, hey Okay, so what did I miss? Headline number two. You missed it. I'm glad that you news the first one because the second one was Homes of the Pampered Pooches of Palm Springs. A story in pictures. Oh, geez. Lord. <laughs> I'm really glad. I this is I have almost swore again. This is me in this show, almost swearing a lot because I was going to say something really bad about pampered pooches in Palm Springs. <laughs> All right, Allie, here is your here are <clears throat> English. You're going to offend the pampered pooch community. I know. I'm sorry. I know we have folks listening in Palm Springs. We love you very, very much. I don't dislike your pampered po- pooches, poopers. <laughs> I don't dislike. I think we do your- have to bleep that one. <laughs> 
I can't say pampered poopers. <laughs> okay, what are the headlines? <laughs> Truth seeker Tucker Carlson just announced there's an HIV vaccine. There isn't. Oh, Lord. I'm going to lose it because I think we should lose him in general. <sighs> yeah, he's climbing up that ladder, that Laura Ingram ladder, pretty quick, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, good. Glad you lost it because the story you get is dun, 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 a black hole and a cosmic gas cloud are beating in sync and scientists don't know why. This one is about Laura Ingram. <laughs> She's a black hole. <laughs> she is a black hole. I'm going to news it. You're going to news it. Hooray. I'll do the dinger for you. Although, Thank you. Uh, Laura Ingram can't be a black hole because I like black holes. So just anyway, whatever. <laughs> Tell me about Pooches. Laura Ingram is a step up from black holes. <laughs> I I like it. Oh, goodness. Um, okay. Go you want to go first? Yeah. Oh, you want me to? Okay. Yeah. All right. So free sample kiosks at Costco. They're coming back, but they mm. are going to look a little bit different. And here's how. Obviously, they suspended them in June, um, which I was like, June? June. Wow. <laughs> Did we not suspend these in March? I'm so sorry. When Did all we the just... paper was gone? Everyone was still slopping up like parts of lasagna out of tiny Dixie cups. Did we just single-handedly do contact tracing for the entire country on our own? This is why coronavirus <laughs> cases have been spreading because people have still been getting free samples at Costco. So here's what they're doing. And I don't understand because they're doing... I'll show you this picture, James, without uh, showing you my pantsless body. Okay. <clears throat> no pants. So they have the they have the sample cart there. So this sample that you're looking at is pasta with sauce, but they've just got one Ooh. plate of pasta with sauce on it, and then it's packaged <laughs> with the like they have a package of pasta next to a package of the sauce. Uh-huh. So it's all prepackaged, which I guess would make it not a free sample. I guess the free sample is just buying the two items. And seeing it, it's and what it's behind, it looks like it's behind like a, an item in the Louvre. Like they have that thing on lockdown. Yeah, it's like in a glass casing, the actual <laughs> right. plate of real pasta. So they're just trying to show you what the pasta looks like. Maybe it's and like you can't taste smells. it. Just, just smells, right? You want to smell my pasta? Yes. Yeah. That's a great idea. Which works. I mean, people really get into that. Like, that triggers all kinds of stuff in your brain where you're like, remember, you know, you've all been there. You're not hungry. And then you smell what someone cooks and you're like, I'm hungry. Yeah. All right. I'm ready to hear about black holes. Laura Ingram and a cosmic <laughs> gas cloud. Has swallowed three planets. <laughs> Laura Ingram is now lost in a black hole somewhere. <laughs> Uh, beating in sync and scientists don't know why. So there's this like mysterious, they're calling it a heartbeat pulse from a cosmic glass cloud, cosmic gas cloud, me and glass and gas and poopers right now. I can't. So it's beating in time with the swaying jets of a neighboring black hole. So you know what happens when lights are on black hole, it can't escape. And then that's how we know that black holes are there because things pass in front of them and then it's shadow. And okay. So, All of this is happening in the constellation Aquila. And somehow researchers think that they, this gas cloud and this black hole have synchronized in a particular way. And it's like a little heartbeat, but they don't know how. What's happening is, and they've looked at like 10 years worth of data, which is really fantastic. But this star and the black hole orbit each other every 13 days. And each time they do, the black hole sucks up a little bit of matter from this star, like the cloud gas, oh and 
Before it disappears in the center of the black hole, the star matter circles it like water circling a drain, right? That's how we think they these things go down into the black hole. But not all the matter goes into the hole. A bit of it ends up shooting out of the two sides of the black hole. <laughs> oh my God, this is so graphic. Sending out jets made up of x-rays and gamma rays, and it beats like a heartbeat every okay. 13 days. Well, that is the most terrifying thing I've ever heard. And now I'm going to... <laughs> Shake and cry in a corner. That's what we do here on Drop the Subject. We'll be right back and talk about emotional allergies. What the hell are they? You'll find out next. Drop the Subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the Subject. New Channel Q. Allie Johnson, Dr. James Simmons. When you broadcast with someone for eight months straight every single day, sometimes there are some things that... Oh, I mean, <clears throat> live live with someone. Live with... Hey, when you live with someone... It's supposed to be about significant others. Oh, Crap. Sorry. I I don't think I understood the assignment. Um, so listen, there there is this thing that happens when you live with someone for a long time. Relationship folks, couple folks, I'm talking to y'all out here. And all right. Also, single people, the grass is not always greener. Just I'm just throwing that out there. Like, I feel like single people are always like, oh, I want to do anything to be in a relationship. And people in a relationship are like, this is great. But boy, when I was single, it was awesome, too. And one of those things that tends to develop over time in relationships is what has now been coined. What is this? Allergy, social allergy, emotional allergies emotional? or social hour- allergies, depending. Oh, and. You know, we can just create these buzzwords and you can either think uh, emotional allergies, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Or you can just chalk it all up to, hey, you're being annoyed by your partner all the time or your or your uh, your roommate or whoever. So the point where you're around them all the time and everything that they do or a certain habit that they have bugs the crap out of you. But why don't we go back to what you think you're emotionally allergic to with me? <laughs> Damn it. I thought I was going to make a joke and then it came back to bite me. <laughs> Nothing. Seriously, what Allie, does it? You're just perfect. be honest. No, I'm not. <laughs> you're like what just annoys you? I don't annoys you about me. So, huh? Mm-hmm. Nothing. You know, the only thing that really annoys me, honestly, because we're yeah. we're still. By the way, folks listening, we are still. Even though we took a little time off, vacation and whatever, and we're back. I know we sound fabulous, but we're still doing this through FaceTime. And yep. I, oh, the Wi-Fi. The 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 delay. No, yeah. just in general, our delay, I think, really screws up our conversation. Like that, yeah, yeah. that is about this whole thing. That's the second most annoying thing, really, that happens. I think the most annoying thing about you, Allie Johnson, is Jesse. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing about you. That's so funny. Oh, that's so, see, this is yeah. why we work so well together. <laughs> <laughs> the most annoying thing about each other is our own producer. Is our producer. Uh, and he can't even chime in to defend nope. himself. It's he's trying way. to laugh. He thinks he's take looks like he's taking it well, but it's like crushing his soul on the inside. Yeah, he's like yeah. mainlining the glass right. of water. Right. He was now. like, God, it was great when they were gone. Uh, yeah, we're back. <laughs> ha ha. Well, yes, this is basically just that, that say your partner clicks their pen whenever they're thinking about, you know, whatever they're thinking about something, if they're writing. And when you, first meet them you're like oh that's so endearing and blah 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 and then eventually it just irks you every single time you hear it to the point where you cannot tolerate it anymore and it resembles a physical allergy now does that Mm. mean that you're going to be getting congested and sneezing every time you hear a pen click i'm going to go ahead and say no but wouldn't that be great if there were actual physical (laughs) ramifications you just like started like you like broke out in hives every time your partner like like left their underwear on the bathroom floor you're like oh yes (laughs) 
That's kind of what's happening to me. Maybe that is an emotional allergy. Wait, happening to you. Is this about me? Allergy, 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 Allie. <laughs> what is your allergy to me, allergy, Allie? No, my, my, I have get, had these oh. hives since March. Is it me? Have I been causing the hives on your hands? Are you giving me emotional allergies? <laughs> Do I actually? Emotional social allergies. We've been, we're, uh, you're overexposed to me, Allie. <laughs> <laughs> I now give Every time you- we do this show, I break out into hives. I will put them on the. I will put them on our social so you can see what they look like. Every it is there is a correlation between when we were on the uh-huh. air together and when that rash. Because I I will talk to you <laughs> about it because you're the guy who you're the only person that understands because you have a bit deeper understanding of what causes these things. Uh-huh. So every time I'm like every other lame person who's just like, <laughs> what is this now? What's this now? Thing it's happening now. Right, right, right. But it doesn't happen yesterday at this time, you know. So. Who knows? The jury's out. Maybe it is me being allergic to you. To you. Whoa. What or do you think it is? Do, is, it my, is it that I'm so handsome or that I have such an amazingly deep, like, like earth shattering voice? Like, I don't know. But you know what? Maybe it's since you shaved your beard. Maybe <gasps> I'm emotionally allergic to your mustache. To my mustache. <laughs> and you have to grow back your beard. I think I'm allergic to it, too. <laughs> If you are allergic to James's mustache, just give us a call. Eight three three seven. No, I'm just kidding. Right. Um, we'll be right back with more. Drop the subject. Don't go anywhere. Lots to cover. Um, yes, that's about. Right. Okay. <laughs> there's there's more show. We promise. Stay tuned. <laughs> drop the subject. The new channel Q. Oh, drop the subject with Allie and James. You know it's been really nice to be chit chatting on the air again together, isn't it, James? It is really really lovely. Even in in spite of everything going on in the world right now, it's really nice to be able to have these conversations that we need to have and um, have a little fun at the same time, but also bring awareness to the things that are going on. So it is always, always lovely to be back on the air with you, Allie Johnson. Absolutely. When we get back tomorrow, we're going to be talking to Dr. John Paul. I know that you missed them. And we have uh, the weekly wake-up call with with Dr. John. We haven't had uh, – our schedules have been missing each other, but I'm very glad that they're going to be back on the show. So stay tuned for that. Um, But just wanted to quickly ask you before we get out of here for the day, Dr. James – what is the most successful kind of outing that you've had? Uh, best night out since COVID times. If you think about all of the social distance dinners that you've done, that you've done all the picnics, all the pool days. Is there any kind of standout for you? I think it's going to have to be from this uh, vacaciones that I just came back from. There, the fire vacation? No, the fire vacation. Believe me, the best time I've when had I in COVID. Saw flames. <laughs> was a fire vacation. Uh, yeah. No, they, okay. So downtown Napa, they closed down all the streets, right? I was talking about that, and they closed it all. But and so you could socially distance and still be outside and still do your whatnot. And I've been trying to be really good. I'm trying to get rid of my COVID, my own COVID nineteen. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I've been like eating really well and exercising, whatever. Except for that one day where I just like let it all go. So I we got wine drunk kind of early, and we just like stayed wine buzzed throughout the day. And by the evening, they had the lights out, like all the twinkle lights, and like things we were sitting on a table in the middle of the street but they had like people playing music on the side and it almost felt like a night out before covid almost it was really other than choking on the smoke fumes through a (laughs) mask yeah it felt great 
There was a moment when I uh, I went up to Pismo Beach with my mom just so we could see each other, kind of a meet halfway sort of thing. And we walked around San Luis Obispo and there was that vibe where everything was outside. Some of the streets mm-hmm. had been closed down and it almost seemed like a weird farmer's market with barbers outside <laughs> and cutting right, people's right. hair that were next to... you know, all kinds of different establishments doing things outside. And it was weird, but then it was also nice because the storefronts were still open. You could kind of wander in and out. I mean, you had your mask and everything, but it it felt like a normal-ish day. And, you know, actually getting to see everyone outside, um, especially in the summer. I don't know how this is going to work in the winter, but during the summer, it was a really nice evening. So hope that you are staying safe out there and actually trying to enjoy yourself just a little bit because you deserve it. You can uh, catch up on everything you missed on the podcast, drop the subject wherever you find your podcast. Talked about a lot today, emotional allergies. We talked about what's going on in Kenosha. We did uh, Just the Tip Tuesday, where things that you should not be doing as an adult that me and James definitely do. And uh, I did a voiceover session topless. So if you want to hear all that, download the podcast, drop the subject wherever you find your podcast. And as always, follow us on social media at drop the subject or at DTS show rather. James, I'll see you tomorrow. Oh, will you? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) My hands are up. My pants are off. No pants. Drop the subject. The new channel Q.